Good morning. Welcome to our Good Friday Communion. Um, my name's Rachel. If you don't know me, I'm one of the assistant pastors at Hull Vineyard. Um, really happy to have you here today at a time that we're not able to meet together in person. It's great that we can come together to take the Lord's Supper together. So if you would like to have the bread and the wine or whatever you're using to take communion today, ready for later on, and also a copy of the liturgy that we're using if you would like to follow along. As we gather together today to reflect on your love-inspired sacrifice, we discover an open doorway to life. We gather at the foot of your cross because we desperately need to be here. We have a time of praise and confession. It seems impossible that anyone would give what you did to save men and women like us, but you gave yourself freely for our sakes. It seems unimaginable that anyone could love the way you did, including outcasts, rebels, and even your persecutors, and refusing to strike back. But you loved so much that you laid down your life for our sakes. It seems inconceivable that anyone would offer the forgiveness that you did, even as nails pierced your flesh and the cross was stained with your blood. But you did not hold our sin against us and you took on yourself the suffering that should have been ours. We acknowledge that we are not all that we would like to be. We carry wounds and regrets, some of which are our own design and some of which we have received from others. We acknowledge our failings, our bitternesses and our hatreds and we ask you to heal us. Of all our sins, forgive us, O oh God. In all our weakness, strengthen us, O oh God. From all our diseases, heal us, O oh God. Fill us again with your immeasurable grace, your inexhaustible love and your unconquerable life that we may be changed and may express our love and devotion through lives of worship. Amen. We're going to read two passages of scripture today, one from the Old Testament and one from the Gospels. The first reading is taken from Isaiah chapter 53, verses 1 to 6. So if you'd like to follow along in your Bibles, please feel free to do so. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain, like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. 
he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Now gospel reading is from Matthew chapter 27 verses 45 to 54. The death of Jesus. From noon until three in the afternoon darkness came all over the land. About three in the afternoon Jesus cried out in a loud voice Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. So we're just going to take some time now to bring our request to the Lord. If the cross tells us anything, O oh Lord, it is that you know and share our suffering. You were with us and all those who were victims of disease, of the violence or abuse of others, of our own ignorance, foolishness or sin. Help us and restore us, O oh Lord, we pray. You were with us and all those who inflict pain on others and on our world through our selfishness or greed, through our brokenness or anger, through our rigidity or the need to be right. Help us and restore us, O oh Lord, we pray. You are with us and all those who are fearful of threats to this world we call home, to our safety and survival, to our sense of community and togetherness as people. Help us and restore us, O oh Lord, we pray. We pray for every person who is sick in body, mind or spirit. In your mercy, heal us, O oh God. We pray for all who work for the healing of our world. I'm just going to leave a few moments here for us to offer our silent prayers.
Christ of the cross, see our need of your grace. Hear our prayer for your mercy and come to us again to help and restore because we cannot heal ourselves. Amen. We're going to move into the communion time now. I'm just going to read out some liturgy and if you follow as I go along. Jesus came into the world not to judge it, but to save it. Jesus came to seek the lost, heal the sick, free the captive and restore the broken. We give thanks for his unfailing love. Lord God, who makes all things new, thank you for your infinite love. Thank you for coming to us, becoming one of us, carrying our shame and pain and opening the way to life. We lift up our hearts to honour and thank you. Today, let's remember and celebrate the finished work of the cross. When we come to this meal, O oh Lord, we are reminded that it is the death and darkness in us that drove you to the cross. And so we come with no pride, no sense of entitlement. We come humbly and with deep gratitude, for it is you alone that has made a place for us at your table. We remember at his last meal with his friends before he died, Jesus took the bread, blessed it and broke it, and then shared it, saying, this is my body, broken for you. Eat it and remember me. After they had eaten, he took the wine, blessed it and shared it, saying, This is my blood, shed for you. Drink it and remember me. And so we eat and drink and remember the sacrifice of Jesus which makes us whole. So at this point, if you'd like to take the communion, whether you're alone or with your family. Just going to finish with one final prayer. In your cross, O Christ, we see your incredible love. In your death, O Lord, we discover your irrepressible life. In your suffering, O Saviour, we find that we are saved. Thank you for leading us out of darkness and into your marvellous light. Now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Lead us into the world to be ministers of your love, light and salvation. Amen. Thank you for joining with us for this communion today. 
our thoughts, love and prayers are with you and your family at this time.